Hey, everybody, we're back again. It's Mark Zweig and Eric Howerton, and we're here with another episode of Big Talk About Small Business. It's business. Is it business? It's business. Business. Okay, business. Okay. Hey, anyway, it's great to be here with you all today, and um, we've got some very special guests very special. with us. Um, we have the... <laughs> The um, the lovely and talented um, wives of Eric and myself, Tara Howerton and Sonia Zweig, with us. Welcome. So, uh, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the show. We're so glad that you are here. Thank you. This is great. Yes. Yeah. Y'all excited about this? Yeah, very. Good. Very. Why are we talking so softly? Yeah. I'm not sure anybody's going to be able to hear us. The mics are on. You know, we're, right. we're always quiet out front. Is that it? Yeah. But what, yeah. But what not about at home. Are y'all cool? No. Not, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> well. It's very, very uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is a beautiful studio. We have yeah. nice seating. Yeah. We have good lighting. Yeah. We have to watch our mouths, so we have to think before we respond. I mean, because the general public, if they heard some of this you know, and the thing is, these guys just leave themselves wide open sometime, and you just got to go in for the kill. Uh, it's know, right there. No, well, it's like this would not take very long. To hit. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, hey, the reason we have these ladies with us today, everybody, is we thought it might be interesting to um, bring in the spouses of um, entrepreneurs because that's a common situation. Entrepreneurs are married, whether they're men, women, or they's. Yeah. Um, they're they're uh, oftentimes we have partners and they play a major part in our lives and even how we run our businesses. Absolutely. So I thought it would be fun. Er, actually, I can't say I did. Eric suggested it. Did I? Yeah. Good idea, wasn't it? It was a good idea. You come up with Thanks, some good man. ones. Appreciate it. <laughs> one of the reasons I like working with you. That's why I'm your co-host. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, ladies... Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, Tara? Why don't you um, start out? Just tell us a little bit about yourself and what your background is. So I'm originally from Louisiana. Um, I'm military for about 10, 13 years, I guess, and then all medical since then. So work in the hospital and the medical setting. And so my world and Eric's world are, are drastically different. Um, and so... So it's it's been interesting to hell of a ride, hadn't it been a baby? <laughs> yeah, just to just to kind of see things and you know in comparison and compare our two worlds. Um, what do you do now? You're you're a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nurse practitioner, and so I work at Mercy and I work for Highlands Oncology. Um, yeah, doing yeah. doing real stuff. You know? that's, that's yeah, that's tough. Dealing with lives, it's a yes. to work. Yes, yeah. yeah, and so, um, and so it's. I, I think I think that has been a really interesting dynamic in in our relationship from being an entrepreneur and, you know, and I've I've had a job that is just very. I mean, there's job security till the end of time, mm. and so you know, consistent paycheck, consistent work. Um, all of that. And so that's kind of gone a long ways, you know, earlier in our marriage, um, as far as for how, I, I think how we got through some of the initial struggles of stuff, uh, and some of the stuff, you know, I mean, I will tell him now, like, 
not be, I was probably one of his least biggest fans. <laughs> really? Now, I remember a certain <laughs> yes. birthday party or something for Eric where he was playing music. You seemed like you enjoyed that. I mean, I love him, but yeah, yeah. I think I know what she's saying. She comes from a very structured background, yes. and there's nothing structured about entrepreneurship. No. That's, no. I, I, yeah. yeah it wasn't an attack on me as a man. No, or, but it was his his. No, well, I, I was just... Profession. Being as much of a fan of your music is, you know... That says yeah. something. No, no actually, you, you actually, I was kind of shocked at that birthday party. You, yeah. you just set up a little stage in the backyard like, there. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. it was kind of shocked. You hit it. He's was pretty cool. Don't, 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 don't worry. It's gone down in yeah. a sense. <laughs> okay. It really has. <laughs> so, no, you were saying you weren't a big fan. I mean, what do you mean by that? Yeah, just the, um, you know, the, the ups and downs of it, mm-hmm. and especially the downs. I mean, right. Um, my mindset was, okay, why are, why are you doing this? You know, mm-hmm. and there was this vision that he had that um, I, I am just, I'm not a dreamer. I am very practical. And, you know, and I, I had said to him multiple times, like, listen, if this doesn't work out in this amount of time, like, you need to give this up. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't you just go, you know, work for Walmart or, or do something else? Uh, and, and acknowledging that, like, that's not... I hate it to be that type of person, but it just, you know, you see so much of the struggle and the struggle sure. that it stress to our family. Yeah. And yeah. The stress on him. Um, the, the times of, of, you know, going without a paycheck and paying your employees and, and just not seeing the return oh, yeah. of all of that. You know, it was like, sure. why are you doing this? Um, now you know why, though. I do. Right? And, and, and I'm the first yeah. to say that, you know, like I'm, I will be the first to congratulate him because people like me are what prevent people from doing that. But hmm. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do what he does. Well, he made sacrifices for many years to get where he wanted to be. And uh, eventually it paid off. But, you know, a lot of people go like, oh, you're an overnight success. Yeah, an overnight success after 30 years of work. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a long night. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Lots of sacrifice and, and toil to get there. And I think a lot, you know, I think what you're saying is not uncommon for a lot of spouses. They feel that way. Yeah. I grew up in a house where my dad, although I can't ever claim he was remotely an entrepreneur, he was self-employed, and it was very unstable, mm-hmm. you know, and I did not like that feeling yeah. Yeah. of instability. Not that we ever missed it, you know, they never had any debt, mm-hmm. so we, and we had every single thing we needed, but it was always like, well, hell, I don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. It was constantly that feeling, and it's very unsettling. It's always on a thread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes some of us just get used to living like that and we don't even notice it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I couldn't understand what she was talking about during those well, times. And the, the flip side of that, that's in wiring. Yeah. I, mm. You might be, that stress was one thing, but you might be more stressed out and just sitting there in a desk job. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, we're not totally. capping on Walmart here, but in that yeah. type of rote, sure. it's just... Where there's structure all around. I don't have, I have these boxes. I would go absolutely crazy. I would not. I think we're both unemployable, really. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've thought about that. I'm unemployable, uh, too, is the problem. (laughs) Well, tell us, speaking of you. No. No, no. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, Sonia. Why don't, you know, I don't do very well with that. Well. I don't even do resumes. I mean, can you just do it? 
<laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> tell us about. Tell us about. Can you tell them about me, please? Your youth and and some of the work experiences that you've had. I've had a lot of work experience. One of my first job was uh, shoveling manure for smarts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mother said, "If you don't that's have a training. job by Friday." You know, it was like summer after 10th grade or something. She said, if you don't have a job by Friday, I'm going to make you work in the barns. And I was thinking, she's so not going to make me work in that barn. Friday came. There's your shovel. Here's the manure. Yeah, three it's, years. Deal with good for you, though. Thor- it? Yeah, it was thoroughbred yeah. horses. I, they're beautiful. Teaches you some humility. Even honest work like that. So, okay, so you shoveled shit for some years in the I'm barn. Sorry, I tried to watch my mouth It's now. okay. Shit's not that bad of a word. Um, So what then? I don't know. I worked for attorneys and retired FBI through college. Mm -hmm. Love the law. You say retired FBI? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? They were retired. She worked for a retired retired FBI agents who were investigators. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. You love the law. I love every Mm. little tiny technicality of it but you didn't go to law school you went into a different field i i got into lending i did got into lending did that 17 years and then um then i went to work for you and so tell everybody what that was like when (laughs) (laughs) it's called leading the witness (laughs) objection (laughs) overruled yeah um You are the one leading. You can't overrule. Tara can, Tara can overrule you. You can't. She actually anyway. said her name right. Just a, well, oh, I, sorry. That, that, yeah, that's, I say I, Tara. But no, it's, I, um, I right? was first told Tara, and then I keep hearing everybody say Tara. I mean, it's fine. We're getting off track here. Tara. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Is it Tara? It's Tara. It's Tara. Ta- Tara. Tara. This is not. Okay. okay. Right. So it's sort of in the middle. <laughs> Tara. Okay. Tara. It's Tara. Tara. Okay. Um, you say tomato, I say tomato. Mm-hmm. Well, you so, know, I went to work for you in a company that, you know, was supposed to be a bird's nest on the ground. And, uh, well, we were all working in one room for a while. Yep. That's when we first got the company back from right. the private equity firm that owned it and been taken over by the lender. So we were working with the lender to turn it around. Right. That was a fun time, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was fun when we were playing practical jokes on people. You know, like 10 o'clock at night when I think I hear somebody in the building because I'm the only one there working. That wasn't all that much. A little scary. (laughs) A little scary. (laughs) Very dark. So, tell us more. So, that was the turnaround situation. How did you like that? Actually, it's a bit of a thrill. Uh-huh. Extremely stressful, but a bit mm-hmm. of a thrill. You get a, a real sense of accomplishment when it gets started around. True. Now, you and your mom had your own business too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're not used to self-employment. And no, your family, family owned a bunch of businesses. A bunch of businesses. Yeah. So now your first husband wasn't like me. No, he's more like Tara. He's a really good guy. No, he's a real. I mean, he and Mark call themselves husband-in-laws. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he but is. he's very structured, 
from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's just where he's most comfortable. Mm-hmm. The structure. Yeah. Very planned out. Very, yes. Can predict what's going to happen each day. Mm-hmm. That sounds like hell on earth to me. Yeah. I mean, I used to say if I could get up, go get my Diet Coke, like, before dawn, drive around for about 30 minutes with the stereo really loud, drinking my Diet Coke, you could throw anything at me that day. But if I didn't have, that was about the only structure I needed. Mm-hmm. But I had to start the day out like that. Mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore. Now I end it with Captain Morgan. <laughs> mix with a little Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. A little mix. Yeah. So, um... What advice do you ladies have for other people who are married to people like Eric and myself? Well, I think you need to tell your perspective because she and I are completely wired different. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it has to be one type of personality to go with it. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, and and I had told Eric this, that and even to this day, even seeing everything come full circle and the success that he has and all that, you know, in, in my world and in my wiring, if, if I knew that, okay, I could wake up and go to work every day and this is how much I would make and I'd have a a comfortable living and I can provide for my children. And this would be the, the ceiling of that. But I knew that that's what it would be every day for the next, till the day I died. I'd be okay with that. I might never be, you know, super rich or, or make millions, but that's a guarantee. And so, um, I live in a world where, where that is, that's good enough for me. And so I think, um, you know, if we were in a situation where, you know, we're, we're a blended family. And so when we got together, I mean, I had my own career and he had his own career. And so, you know, I think if, if we had gotten married and I was a stay at home mom or stay at home wife, um, that would have been a lot more challenging. Sure. Because, you know, I really would have worried about about those things. Like you were saying as a kid, you know, like, how are we going to provide for, for the kids? And how are we going to take care of the bills with this kind of up and down stuff? Whereas from my perspective, like I had a steady income. I had a life that that I could provide for. And, and it, it allowed for the ups and downs of his career. And, and so it didn't cause me nearly as much stress. Yeah as it could have. There was a brief period where I stopped working um, to finish up my master's degree. And, and, and It's okay. We checked, floated right through that. Yes. <laughs> and I did not know. And I did not know. And didn't when tell her. After the fact, I mean, I lost my shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, and it was it was a necessary evil. And, and I had no idea the extent of, of financial stress that and I guess and for him he was used to living in that world so it didn't even really Mm -hmm. face him but when I found out about it I you know I I felt terrible I felt bad I feel guilty for like using that instead of working which yeah yeah and because in my mind I'd rather just work every day and be able to contribute and Mm -hmm. not put a burden on someone else and so I think in our perspective being the type of person that I am um having my own Having some sense of control in mm. in a financial way has has kept things pretty stable to where he can come in and say, hey, this happened in the business. And it's like, OK, all right, we'll be OK, you know, because I'm, you know, like a like clockwork. This this part has gone along. And if I didn't have that, um, 
it, it would have made our marriage a lot more stressful because I would have been more stressed and more anxious and I just would have taken that out on him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and like you said, we just don't, we don't carry that same sort of stress the same. And so uh, I think in our world, I think, you know, if you're somebody that's independent and has kind of had your own career and, and if you're worried about the ups and downs of it, I think to be able to know that you have some sense of control in that helps helps you just ride those a lot better um, from that perspective. It's a good point. Okay. Although we'd take you down if we went down. Everything would go. Well, I mean, that was actually I mean, talk honestly, about the blended family thing. Honestly, they could get a divorce pretty quickly and it wouldn't take her down. Yeah, I mean, when we got together, I mean, it was like it was. I was very adamant on keeping her out of all these things yeah. that I was, you know, involved in sure. because it could, It, I mean... The roof had collapsed. That's Chinese. Many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, you know, that was really important. You know, and and like when she was going to school, like, I mean, that debt was not really going towards her by any means whatsoever. I was just kind of taking that on, but she didn't like that very much. I didn't. Well, at least she didn't know until it was finished. Right. Yeah. Well, she needed to focus, right? I mean, I think in. And and again, and and all comes full circle. I mean, tremendously thankful, but in in hindsight, I. If I had known, I wouldn't have taken that. Yeah, that's exactly. Gift, I guess. I had, yeah. Well, you know, Sonia and I have a much different situation. I mean, we worked together long before we mm-hmm. were married. And so we're used to working together. And basically, we pretty much do everything together. And she knows every single thing about our financial and business mm-hmm. situations, which we both talk about constantly. I mean, it's the truth, isn't it? It's been that way for a long time. Yeah, but actually, he knows, I mean, I know the picture of our personal stuff, mm-hmm. but he pretty much does it. And I'm good with that. Yeah. After all those companies and having to deal with all that, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I don't want to. And, but the one thing, the one key thing you kept saying is you had something of your own. Mm-hmm. See, I think that's key, period. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Because... Whatever y'all are working on can completely consume you. True. And if it's the person who doesn't have anything else out there, they're left out in the cold. Mm. You know, it's... Yep. I never left you out in the cold, though, honey. I don't allow that. You leave me in the cold at night, however, with the temperature set on 63. Oh, okay. I thought he was like you shut off emotionally or something. No, no, no. No, that's me. (laughs) I just shut off. Like she likes it so damn cold. Really? It's so I'm sleeping in, yeah. in flannel jammies with long sleeve t shirts and under. a long sleeve top. On, <laughs> I kid you it's... not. And then I've got like double blankets on my And side. I've got, and still you know, cold. the sheet, the cotton yeah. waffle blanket, and then a, a cotton bedspread. That's it. And he gets over there next to me. And the problem is. And I always and wanted I a hot really... wife. And if I like got. Yeah. yeah I go. think you wanted a different kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> But then he would wake me up because I would get so hot. Oh. So now he's learned that he can feel when I start getting hot and he skates away. Yeah. It's a little bit much information for I added. I mean, you uh, brought it up. Though. You brought it up. I, I mean, Mark, we prepped we for this podcast. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and we, we discussed yeah. about how we're going to behave in this podcast together. And I mean, you just kind of remember no cans being open. Okay. Okay. Right. I, I mean. Thank you. you started that off on the wrong. Uh, he listen. Now, he read us all the rules. So, so um, 
having your own thing though is is important to maintain your identity or mm-hmm. your self-esteem in this process yes the yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. it really is identity and self-esteem because it times in my first marriage i made the lion's share of the money yeah mm. so now then i immediately went to being a dependent mm. Ooh, yeah and then a pandemic hit so i'm a dependent stuck in a house yeah. i don't view you as a dependent at all though i always viewed you as a teammate and so you're like my other half a brain yeah so it's codependent <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we may need to have a therapy but, which is great. on not, that. Not dependent. Um, this is not codependent. You're just codependent. No, yeah, we're just codependent. But um, but so I never really thought of it um, or think of you that way ever, because I rely on you so much for your intel and your insight. Oh, you guys, he does. But then when he doesn't want it, he will not bring up the subject. He will not let me read something. <laughs> Like, I fair. Or he'll, yeah, he'll send it to me and I go, did you already send it out? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, why give it to me yeah. at that point? Yeah. I think a lot of, I th- I, I'm going to switch the subject for a minute. Here. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what you've seen, Eric, but in some of your work experiences along the way, in, in some of mine, I, I witnessed in some of the companies I've worked with, I witnessed where spouses who did not work for the business would come into the business and act as if the employees were their employees. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that? I think that's bad. It's, I mean, a lot of small businesses have that problem Mm -hmm. where, you know, the, the spouse gets confused about sort of what their role is. And then sometimes the, the company's a two headed monster if they both work in it. Yeah. People don't know who to go to for an answer. And the got to be cautious about to have it. Like and, you know, you need somebody that's you know leading the company, right? And you bring yeah. somebody else in. Well, we used, when we used to work together, I would just say to him when I was so frustrated or so stressed out, I'd say, "Just give me a list of my job title. I mean, my job duties." Mm. And he would say, "No, I don't want you in a box." Yeah, I hate and, you know, description. Yeah, but now despise them. You if if. If you're Always both have. working in it, you need to have very clear descriptions. That is true. Yeah. You don't want to be tripping over each other. Mm-hmm. Try to do the same thing. Yeah. Job. The problem is some of ours overlap and that's where we would get. Well, in our in our um, construction and development um, design build company, we both like design. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So at first, I think we had to butt heads a little bit over there. Yeah, sure. Eventually, I mean, I used to do it all myself, but eventually I figured out that she's really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I just said, okay, now it's yours. You do what you eventually want. Eventually I learned forgiveness versus permission. <laughs> she hates it when people say that about her, however. Oh, but for better to beg for forgiveness than permission after you tell them to do something. Are you remember? An example? Yes, I was actually. Oh, Sophie just. No, no, it had nothing to do with Sophie or me. It's just happened like in the last one. No, I was thinking of a certain person who worked for you who said that to another worker, and that got you very unhappy, if you recall. Where you had told him to do something, and he went ahead and did something different? Oh, yeah, this guy. He said, I, okay, mind you, my name is on his paycheck. Right. Every Friday. He said, I don't have to listen to her. I just ask for forgiveness later. Mm-hmm. I just apologize later. That's mm-hmm. and you know a bunch of 
some of the staff came and told me that. They were all telling me the same thing. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's a different, I mean, that's a different yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I think of the context of, of this guy just, yeah, this guy truly, we're going nowhere near his name, but I, he just has no respect for females. Yeah. But I remember one time I asked all the guys, like the trim carpenter and all of them, I said, how long would it take you to do this? What's the material cost? Everything. Mark was leaving town. I called a guy I knew as a, a uh, like United Rentals or whatever. Um, and I got a saw that goes through brick. I only cut out a wall in a house while he was out of town because I thought it needed to be cut out. Yeah, that was uh, not. Impressed. Yeah, that was not a good day. We kept arguing about it, and I finally looked at him. And I said, "I, you're not going to change my mind. We're going to have to agree to disagree." Yeah. And he looked at me like he had never heard that phrase before. Mm, no, like, I need to I'm win. Not, yeah, right. Yeah, I want to. I, I want to win the argument, and I want her to not. I don't want to just win it. I want her to say, "Yes, I." I'm, he I'm would say, you. "You're right." Percent. And I just go, no, I'm going to agree to disagree. Yeah. Well, so let's go. How about, like, we talked a little bit about financial strain, strain, right? What about, like, uh, I mean, there's a few other ones, too, that time. I think I was about to, yes, mm -hmm. time. Let's talk about time strain a little bit as a spouse for an entrepreneur and what that looks like, how y'all manage that. Every now and then I just look at them and go, okay, just put your phone down. We're going to eat. Mm. I don't do it very often. But every now and then, I'm sick of playing a game on my phone, and I want to put it down. Yeah, and get engaged, be attentive, yeah, yeah be a present. Well, that's a problem. Be present. Yeah, no question. I think all of us could have, you know, that we sure. get mm -hmm. distracted by that stuff, and we're not paying attention but to you, the person. But you can't expect that person to be like the person who goes to the job, leaves it at exactly. five. Like, you can't expect that much. You just have to choose your battles and say. Yeah. Well, you know, because you've been there yourself. I, I mean, been so there. that's the thing. I think it helps is. My daughter one time said, know. because I left work early and I was hanging out with her. And she said, um, I, I was still having to be on my phone. And she said, she didn't like that. And she said, you're not paying attention to me. You're not there for me. She's like eight. And I said, honey, it's still before five o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then she had an accident on the trampoline a couple of days later. Mm -hmm. She didn't get hurt. But I went and got her trampoline coach. And I said, what do we do? We've got to get her back on there really quickly. Yeah. And he came over. She had no idea he was coming over. He came to her house and he worked with her out there and then that night, she goes, thank you, Mommy. I said, I won't always be here when you want me, but I will always be here when you need me. True. And there needs to be the difference. Like if I say, no, I want to talk to you about something mm. right now. You just have to, you just have to. Get the break in there. Yeah. And I think sometimes if somebody doesn't, the, the spouse doesn't have something else, that's, yeah, that's more difficult. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I think that. In the beginning, again, especially just because from my previous relationships, I mean, we're other military, so just operated from a, a different perspective. And the, the interesting thing about the being in an entrepreneur world is that your job isn't just at the job. It's mm -hmm. the it's the social hour here. It's this social event. It's going to this banquet. And 
and understanding that all of that is still still a work setting, which the thing I love about my job most of the time is that I can leave it at work and, and walk away. Granted, since transitioning into some of this, some of that changes a little bit. And I think that has been um, helpful on both of our parts because now I do take some of my work home and some of the burden of it and mm-hmm. sticks with me. And so he has to kind of navigate through that and give me space and time where in the past, you know, I, I mean... He would be up till all hours, you know, and I'm like, okay, I just have to get used to going to bed and realizing, okay, well, he's not going to come to bed yet. Or, you know, maybe he would do something, have these social events till late in the evening when I thought, okay, this is way too late. You need to be home. And so we kind of, especially with kids too, I think, you know, when our, our girls were younger when we got together and, you know, that's a, another, like another stressful dynamic on top of that is that I wanted, I wanted this to have some sort of structured you know to a degree for our daughters sure so you know so we came up with this thing that you know we would at least try to you know have everyone be home to eat dinner together at a certain time you know and and that wasn't always the case but you know we we try to do those things you know on occasion and we you know we always go to church together on Sundays um and so but but we had it didn't happen naturally I mean there was a lot of you know sure he come home and, you know, I'm pissed and, and ready to fight. And he's not understanding why. And I'm thinking, you know, it's nine o'clock and you're just rolling in. You know, we haven't even seen each other. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I can see where Eric could walk in and go, what's yeah. up? <laughs> you know, and like with, you know, with Ben, it with his Starting like a joke. Daughters, you know, we're trying to, and I'm like, you know, we're trying to blend families and all that. And it's like, okay, we have, I would tell him like in the course of a week, we might spend 30 minutes together if we're not very intentional about yeah. Like drawing a line at some point, you know, um, and I think in in this world that you guys live in, too, I think that it, it could be very easy to for your marriage to to fall apart and, and kind of fall to the back. Yeah. You've got so many other competing no, it's true. Things yeah. That are pulling at you if you're not really, really intentional about creating time and space for each other. You know, Mark, it kind of makes me think about some of the things we've talked about and other ones about how there's no such thing. or We don't think of a life work balance. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, work-life integration. Integration, right? Yes. Everything's, yes. and that's how we manage, how you manage, yeah. and I manage. Because it's all just one big right. pile of spaghetti, right? To, to <laughs> yeah. but I mean, um, but I'm now a little bit more conscious about thinking about how maybe y'all well, think of that. She made a very good point when you're talking about integrating. Um, maybe the deal is you are home for dinner four nights a week out of seven. Mm. You may go back to work, yeah. but everybody, because that's what I used to do. I used to go home, eat dinner. I didn't cook, so, you know, it's ready for me there. Um, and then I'd go back. Mm-hmm. But there, you know, there. If, if, and we still have our Thursday night date night tradition. Yes, we always yeah, have Thursday night date nights. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Last night we ran to a restaurant, weren't there very long, and then piled up in the bed and binge watched. Yeah. Suits. Yeah. Suits. She said she likes Lee Law. Oh, my God. I love that Suits. show. It's a stereo yeah. show. Well, I think that that's important, too. I mean, like, mm-hmm. how do we, find, I mean, and I think that's good advice for any other spouses that are out there because, I mean, if you are, think about being newly married or, yeah. or being, or dating somebody that is an entrepreneur and how do you make sure to settle that time? Because, I mean, I, I think that, you know, being in the moment and present in the moment is actually a, has always been a pretty big challenge of mine. 
Yeah. Just because there's emails, there's right. text messages, exactly. and then there's things to think about tomorrow. What's my calendar like? What's all this stuff? And it's just all yeah. morphing in. And I mean, it's, but you've done a really good job of, of helping me. Well, slowly for surely she's worked on me where I've got this hey, settled down. Thing you're not going. quite as responsive as you used to be sometimes. <laughs> no, it's true. I've, I've noticed. So yeah. I take that as a sign of your success. Oh, thanks, Mark. You're not you know? actually. Really? Quite as yep. responsive. Wow. Okay. You, well, think about it. You go out and mow the lawn. You get That's true. Zone, no, I do. I, yeah. you, take, you take more structured breaks, right? Yeah. That's yeah. definitely something that probably Sonia has, has helped you yeah. get into. Now, that's valuable. Sonia has helped me with everything. Yeah. I, I kid you not. Yeah. I, she really has. I remember one thing he used to give me a really hard time about. Again, I got up really early. And if I went to the office, you could get more done between 5 and 8 than yeah. 8 and 5. Sure. And he would always stay up like, and be like, I don't know why you get up that early. Now he is out of the bed long before me, and he'd just look at me and go, you know, you could get so much done. Like, I'd never known that. Yeah. It was like, really? Can you? Is there, is there a problem with us stealing y'all's ideas and claiming them as our own? And, and yeah, some... no. I mean, whatever. It just, you know. I'm sure I've never done that to you, oh, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> but, you know, if it's something you want badly enough, if you put it out there and they're like, no, and they circle back around like it's their idea, call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're getting it, whatever it was. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and I think, too, I think because being on the other side of it, like the the lifestyle that y'all would try to sustain up to up to that point, it's it's not sustainable for long term. You know, this this constantly running the candle at both ends and, and mm-hmm. not knowing that, hey, it's okay to disconnect and take a break. You know, I mean, I tell Eric, I'm very, very black or up. And I'm like, listen, all these people, they will not be at your bedside, you know, when you die. And so mm-hmm. I'm really looking right. two shits about them. You know, I don't care what... What the, the situation yeah. is at the end of the day, these are the core people that will be there for you. And so, you know, and, and obviously in my line of work, like you, I see that on a daily basis. Yeah, you basis. see people who are who at the end are, are there. sitting exactly. by somebody's Yeah, like, and they're having the regrets. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm sure yeah. that's... It's not my business impact. I, uh, <laughs> you know, my... Yeah, Our clients that are going to try We will yeah. make sure that Mark comes to your bedside. Thank you. So well, if not please. that, at least your funeral. Yeah. Um, so right. don't worry about or that. Or reading of the will. But um, about eulogy. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, while well, Eric's a little younger than me and he's still into that mode, I've honestly, in the last five years, I've really shifted a lot out of the out of the insane mode of out of the building in, into at the both ends yeah, it, yeah both ends yeah. but i mean it's you know it's normal i mean i've got a friend um he's an entrepreneur and he's 30 years old and you know all he thinks about is uh, the next kill the next kill the next thing you know the next thing he's gonna buy whatever and at some point um it, it sort of loses its appeal you know i mean I, it, you know we had like i don't know what was it like 60, 57 or 67 houses, apartments, and oh, condos, and yeah. 44,000 square feet of office space, and like 10 or 20 cars, and 10 bikes. And so I would, I'm going to hang out there for a minute, all because I've witnessed that, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm when I started working with Mark, it was all these things that you just said. Yeah. And it kept growing. And it kept growing, and then when y'all got married, and like, I mean, obviously- We got married. That- obviously, Sonia had- um, 
I'll go grab. I'll get. I'll get something. But obviously, Sonia had an impact on yeah. re, on you recognizing. Wait right. a minute. This is this is taking everything from you. How did that go? How did? Okay. What was your? One way it started. I can. I. I specifically remember this. He gets mad because of my memory, and I go. I remember things that impact yeah. me. Yeah. And I went to one of our bankers. We had like sixteen condos. They were separate. But, and I went to the banker and I said, they're all on one note. And I said, if we start selling these, you know, what will you take off the note? You know, so I found out structuring. I just was like, we got to start getting rid of stuff. I literally cannot keep doing this. Yeah. Well, she said the quality of the vehicles parked in our condos was deteriorating, uh-huh. which meant that our tenant quality yeah. was deteriorating, which meant that we should get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's what logic. I did. Yeah, that's what I did say because they were building all this new student housing. So, so, but how, like, as a spouse though, like, how challenging was that to kind of? I mean, I, I like I will, to break through the entrepreneurial. Okay, I will, stubbornness. I will tell you because you know I worked with them for years too. Yeah. Um, and controlled the purse strings. Yeah, that spouse has to get to that point. You're not going to say one thing to them and then they. Like, Mark, just agree with me. Yeah. You have to say it a few times, and then you have to present the evidence of it. Mm. And, okay. Um, he's, okay, as you know. <laughs> that was okay, so, a lot of that back of Yeah. <laughs> and then, he's like, all the antique cars were in my office. <laughs> So I'm moving the cardboard under them. Because they're know, all leaking. Yeah. And then, you know, finally I was like, we're putting epoxy floor down because nothing gets through that. Just don't leave me hanging on bumps, man. I mean, I'm on video. It'll be terrible. Yeah, you can't hang, it, hang them out to dry. But so, honestly, I enlisted his brother, too, mm. who is older than he well, Everybody's older than he is in his family. He's a baby. But, and his brother, I'm just like, he's, this stuff has got to be simplified. You, you have to get rid of some of the chaos. Mm. And, um, and his brother got him on board. He, they, he's far more eloquent than I am. Yeah. So then that, and then I'm losing it in the design construction stuff. This is the one where mm, he looked at me one day and he goes, I think you just like being angry. That was a good idea. That's like saying calm down. Yeah. yeah. Right? It always works. <laughs> so I said to him, fine. That was a good fire. Yeah. I had had like six houses and two commercial jobs. Mm-hmm. And I gave him one of the houses. I said, you take it. You do it. Two weeks in, he was like, you're right. We got we to shoot it down. <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm sorry for what I did to you. And I, I was laying there thinking, should I ask him to be very specific or should I just take this? Yeah. And, but I will, but the one thing I was going to say about shifting and you being younger, you know, you, you, you do, whether you want to admit it or not, think about your life as the next kill. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. The next thing, the next, you get to a point where you don't have that energy Mm -hmm. and it's very hard to start changing your, um, your mindset. Yeah. Huh. I think my greatest earning potential is in the rearview mirror now. Mm-hmm. 
So I have to approach life differently. Interesting. Yeah, you're not there yet. No. Keep going, baby. Keep Thanks, going. bro. Just Okay, just didn't. Don't forget, I was, what's your, what's your I was 46 when I first sold my business and uh-huh. changed my life, but then I ended up repeating a lot of the same mistakes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So does that, I mean. She came back into it. Yeah. But here's the deal. Keep going forward, take a chunk of cash, stick it over an account, and say, this is your security blanket. Right. Don't, if you can afford to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, well, the security blanket is so, relative to the people. What are you, you know? what are you thinking? What are you over there thinking? Well, there? I mean, we just, we already know. I mean, it, again, I've already said that, you know, in the beginning of all of this, that, I mean, call me Negatron and Buzzkill, you know? <laughs> Negatron? Yeah. Negatron. 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 Negasaurus. Negasaurus. Negative Nancy. For me, it's Buzzkill. I mean, oh. I am. Which is fine. I mean, <laughs> well, sometimes like, we need I know that. Who I am. No, we <laughs> don't. Sometimes, I, I sometimes say that, but I mean, it, it's actually to your yeah. point. Like, I'll come to Tara like with ideas, and and if she's, I mean, I always like listen to them because sure, because I mean, it actually grounds me. I quite think a bit. there's a lot of stupid general. things I would have done. No, well, yeah, and they might do done. still. But um, I, I think, I think women in general tend to be a little bit more skeptical and critical and thinking. Yeah. I mean, and just with all of that, you know, it always, um, you you know, I mean, it's, it's such a, like you could go into so much detail about it, but I think just these sort of conversations again, just kind of, there's, I mean, there's so much behind it. Like what was your, your upbringing like, you know, not only, and so the things that motivate you. And so, you know, he and I talk and from, from childhood backgrounds, you know, for very loosely defined, you know, he had a lot of stability as a kid. I did not. And mm-hmm. so, so for me, stability equals happiness. And, and my, the, the level for that to be achieved is, is very attainable. And so I tell him, you know, even at this point, he's like, Hey, I want to do this. I want to invest. And I'm like, for what? I'm like, why? Yeah, why? Like, you what, what else do you, like, when is enough enough? You mm-hmm. know, because. Yeah. Um, we all yes i understand that completely yeah and and you know it's like i mean you're we're not gonna we're not gonna use all of this in the course of one lifetime and and well so i think that one thing too that i've noticed with you is like talk about burning the candles at both ends which i appreciate although it, it, it fr- at first it doesn't seem like it's a loving comment yeah. to slow down or to rest or to just take it easy but i mean a lot of times it's about it's for health reasons yeah. it's for longevity in life it's about i mean i remember when we were first dating she's like no i want you to be around when we're in 40 years yeah. you know and i'm like why what, what? Yeah. 40 years widow like that's not my goal in life you know <laughs> yeah i mean i think though tara i mean i'm not trying to interrupt you i'm sorry you're fine you broke her rule i so know <laughs> So yeah, where he's going with this, and I'm chiming in after. No, I, I no, I was gonna say I think that a lot of times it doesn't have anything to do with money. No, these these things that we do, we do them just because we do them. I, it's it's part of a way of mm-hmm. life, and it keeps us energized mm-hmm. and thinking and yeah, satisfied in certain yeah. ways. It's, and it's fun. That, it's, it's fun. It's exciting. It's, it's, it's adrenaline. It's exciting. The, the money and all that. It's a. It's not like it's oh, we're, we're going to do this other thing just so we can make money. We don't sure. do anything just so we can make money. Actually. Well, and I think. Yeah. I, don't know, you think? No, I don't. No, yeah, no, yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I agree with that. 
you've invested, you've invested. Sometimes it's helping the other person. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's like bringing somebody up younger than you. It's, you know, it's passing the torch. It's It's very gratifying. I get that. I will say to the rest point, um, with the shift that maybe you're not going to have as many kills in your future as you have in your past. Um, you have to admit that, um, well, at our ages, maybe you shouldn't mow the lawn at high noon when the temperature, the heat index is 110. Mm-hmm. And then you lean over and you get dizzy and your wife's like, sit down. Yeah. Mow half of it today, the other half tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, but there's that thinking that you're still still yeah twenty yeah you still you still you still got to do it you still got to do you're Superman it. yeah Superman yeah yeah you can do anything well but I think I mean and, and I mean he's mentioned this that I think it's interesting on the other perspective to look back and like you've mentioned before you know like all the years where you've neglected yourself mm-hmm. and your your health and your mm-hmm. rest and and then you get to this point where it's like okay now you're just doing damage control um mm-hmm. you know and I think that is important for for younger people that, you know, starting, I mean, because this is how you have 30-year-olds show up in the ER having heart attacks, you know, and, and because they're living on caffeine and cigarettes and, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, and so, and then you get to a certain point and it's like, okay, well, you're going to live a lot longer than that time frame where you just are living for the kill. And then, so what do you want the quality of that life to look like? Yeah. And, you know, that's where, I mean, I, again, I come with my buzz kill and all this. No, no it's, I mean, but it's, but yeah, it's, it's truth. It's, it's true. It's like, what do you, you know, I mean, he laughs at me because I'm like, my my goal is, you know, to see the two of us sitting on our front porch, you know, in rocky yeah. chairs and we're old and gray. And it's, but, but there are steps that you're going to take and choices you're going to make throughout your life that will or won't get us there, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're on yeah. our rocking chairs on our front porch, actually. <laughs> Yeah, right now okay yeah okay. They, they don't look like rocking chairs that's <laughs> what that's how i gauge what chair that we can have outside i go i gotta be able to rock with the crazy person <laughs> but the the other thing i was going to say that i think a lot of young couples don't do is first recognize if you're the entrepreneurial type and talk about it before you get married Oh, absolutely. Because it splits up more companies. Mm, it crashes more. Oh, no question about it. Don't even get married. Just shut up. I mean, until you're ready, till you both know. So go into that a little bit more. I don't really understand. I, I think that um, my watch just told me I need to stand up. Um, <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but I think that a whole lot of people... Can I name names of people who've been on your shows? Whatever you want. Omar. Okay. You know, he had one girlfriend. I think it was Omar, or it was another one of your students, had a girlfriend who just didn't get. But they had been together a couple of years. Okay. You got it. Right. It's not going to work out. You're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not going to get better once you get married. Once you get married, they're going to say, you have to be home because you are my spouse. So- I want to hang out there for a second. Okay. I know I keep saying that, but I think this is pretty cool because what you both have done is is legitimately neither one of you all are like mm-hmm. us or thinking like us or entrepreneur. Kind of, well, kind of. Well, like you're her. close. You're close, but you're but you're also but 
I mean, had you not done what we talked about earlier about selling off assets, this dude would have had 10 actually. But I think this goes to what he said. Men and women see it differently. And the other fact was that burden was on my shoulders. He was in a different company working. So, but, but how was, how did y'all get to the point where, I mean, or was there a point to where you start kind of understanding more about the, what's going on in the heads of, of your entrepreneurial spouse? Like, I mean, what, where is it that you're, you know, where are some of the, the territories, the boundary lines? Like, I mean, and how do you, how do you basically advice for a spouse that's that's with it like what you're talking about you need to ask her that because i've been able to predict his moves for a very long time and it's because my wiring is more similar okay i think for sure in a like i think having a being secure in yourself and Mm. as the individual so you know just i mean male female that having your own sense of security and identity kind of like we talked about earlier Mm. and that allows you to be honest so yeah yes yeah and then mm-hmm. just and, and having i mean you have to have a, a a extensive amount of trust because you know i think um and there was a learning curve when we first got together mm-hmm. for sure because because i didn't understand this this world where your phone is always you know right there and it's going off i mean you know all hours of the night like that is not a world i live in and we still have some of that you know i have to tell them hey turn your phone off mm-hmm. but um and it can almost feel, um, I mean, it's cliche, but it can almost feel like a like a, a extramarital affair. I mean, mm-hmm. because you can commit, there's so much time that goes into this, this career that doesn't have clear boundaries, that doesn't have a clear start and end time. Um, and so then to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. number one, expressing that, because I think if, if you're someone that just kind of builds up this resentment about it, it's, I mean, it's not going to go right. anywhere at all, you know, and, and you just... And then you just have to kind of realize that, okay, this is this is what their life is going to look like. And 100%, I think if, you know, if I didn't have, again, something that really occupied a big part of my time, you know, when we first got together, again, we did the blended family mm-hmm. thing, but, um, you know, I was in a typical nursing schedule, so I'd work three 12-hour shifts. And, mm-hmm. and so during my time of working, you know, I was really engaged in that. And then we would kind of reconnect and be very intentional about that downtime. And so... I kind of had a gradual introduction into into how much this could bleed over into things. You know, we just had to kind of have conversations about mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, okay, you have to turn your phone off at this time. Like, you don't need to respond mm-hmm. um, at this time. But I think that, you know, if you're, I think if you would, if you're insecure or, or needy, like this, mm. this role is not going to be conducive for that, you know. True. And I think that people really, and it it may be left up to the entrepreneur side of it to say, can you live this life with me? Because you can't change me once we go over the threshold. That's true. Yeah. I um, I always say I think people should spend as much time, as much money on pre-marriage counseling as they do on their wedding. And Mm. it would. Yeah. But. Our wedding costs like $67 or whatever. Yeah, well. Whatever the wedding license or yeah, marriage license costs. And then. But there were no refunds. It said on the oh, side. Yeah, I kid said, you not. Oh, man. They said no the, refunds. Fair enough. At what? I'm cracking up with a woman. I said, you mean people ask Washington refunds? Washington County. She's like, yeah. No, at no. first she didn't. She was all business until it was over. Until, you know, we filled out the paperwork and she did it. And she said, Yeah. 
They really do. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes, for a refund on that. That's great. But the, uh, I changed my mind. Yeah. I want my money back. But I mean, you know, a lot of churches do pre-marriage counseling and, and that's great, but but that's not the beat all end all. Yeah, yeah. And in my first marriage, we did it through the church, but it was nothing religious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there were, there were parts of it, but, but you had to do this test. And um, it was 150 questions. You answered on yourself, and then you answered it on your soon-to-be spouse. Mm-hmm. Boy, it graphs where y'all are way yeah. off, and that's the, and that is exactly where we were way off 20 years later. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. I remember when we yeah, were we, did we yeah we did actually, and it, it really helped us out. Like because I, I think it gave me a perspective like wow she is nowhere yeah. where i'm thinking like, yeah it's like the emotional thinker and the logical thinker yeah. and i mean and i couldn't be more far logic and he couldn't be more to the emotional yeah. side of things mm-hmm. yeah so i just i think that's really I important that. i think some people don't want to see it or they're like oh it'll be fine no marriage is hard yeah. no hard. they're totally and it's a relationship had, yeah you had like you call the extramarital affair or i call like the word the other wife or the other husband yeah. it gets really hard if you don't know your really grounded starting point interesting you know i think that um one thing i was thinking about too is the burden sometimes that maybe we might carry and bring home like i mean you know, i know there's been many a times when i mean like some big things happen you know and you got a lot on the line with the business and i don't know like it, personally like if i would bring that back home necessarily or 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 shed it on you but i mean i'm sure my behavior or my distance or you can see me processing and thinking a lot sure you know i mean like how does a spouse help or not help or do they get out of the way i mean what what's been y'all's experience you just have to ask them yeah one time they may just want you to be quiet so they can think another time they want to bounce something off of you i mean you just have to ask Mm. And then respect their response. Yeah, and simple. Even if they yeah. don't yeah. know what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Even if they don't know what they're saying. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's kind of been the same in our situation, too. I mean, there are some times that it, you just need more time to to kind of process. I think the thing that is, and, and I don't know if it's indicative of everyone in, in that type of career, but the other thing, too, and you might be this way as well, is that I feel like being in that creative mindset that like you can, your emotional shifts and, and um, it's much more fluid. Like, you know, you, you could have had a really bad day at work and had something terrible happen and then you come home and suddenly you're in a really good mood or, you know, you can go engage in this thing and you can be really positive and outgoing or you could have this thing knock you down and then you're back up again. Whereas, you know, whereas in my world, you know, it's like, yeah, I I don't make those changes nearly fluidly. And so to kind of, um, so I think we've kind of compromised on some of that to where, you know, um, had that, you know, you come home and you're all excited and and yeah, that's the other side of it, right? Ready to chill and settle down. Um, I'm like, why isn't everybody excited today? It's a and great so, day. That's called the world that he lives in, you know. So to kind of, I'll be excited for you. Meet each other there, yeah, yeah. That won't be me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it, yes, that and and you could have a terrible day. Something bad happened, 
but you've been sitting there thinking about it. You've been staying in the zone. And by the yeah. time you walk in the front door, you're like, I got it. I know how to fix this. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah. and it goes like that. I, I really wasn't being funny when I said, even if they don't know what they're saying, because as, has he ever come in at some point and he's, I don't know, rough or something. And so you just leave him alone. Yeah. But then at some point you're like, okay, talk to me about this. What's yeah, going on? Sure. And the, and you really did want to talk about it, but you just, yeah. so you just sort of have to read the tea leaves yeah. too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Right. Yeah, and I think that definitely comes with time and yeah. getting to know your partner because I mean, in the beginning, early in relationship, you know, and not having a situation where you've worked for a long time. I mean, I think there were times where he might come in with, with that sort of mindset and, and have a gruff comment or be short or something then of course as a typical not aware of that world you know you can that's again where you can take it personally where you can it can escalate and it's it's not even anything remotely related to to your relationship and so not being able to come back and say like okay this is not about me you you know if you don't have a good sense of grounding that would be hard to do too because like you said sometimes it it takes a while to get to what the actual issue is Mm -hmm. um let me, can I ask a, another question? It, so I think this is a common issue that a lot of spouses of entrepreneurs have to confront. I don't know if it's been the case for you, Eric, with the kind of businesses that you had or, or anything, but in our case, like we had to borrow just millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. The spouse had to sign, even though the spouse isn't on the business from mm-hmm. all the real estate stuff. And did that ever happen with you guys? And were you ever like uncomfortable? Like, oh my God, I, you know, Eric, just here's the loan papers. You know, it's only 2.5 million or whatever. <laughs> just sign up for I that. Or it's, going. it's 20 million. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, I think that uh, the, that causes a lot of problems right there where they don't really understand that or that seems if, like, oh my God, I'm, I would never do that. If if they're wired differently, if, if yeah. they're not wired differently, they but get Did it. you ever have to go through that? No, I think we, we were we were fortunate in that aspect that I feel like um, through the ups and downs, I mean, again, in the beginning, we, we really had separate incomes like the house. I mean- Kept it separate too. Yeah, yeah. I, it was in my name. I had bought the house and- you know, in these bigger, mm. and again, with his company too, I mean, the fact that they went so long without, you know, having to take out loans and all this, you know, I mean, they just, so right. I think we were spared in that capacity. Now we're in a different situation, you know, kind of like you said earlier, I'm like, who am I to come along? You know, he's been into this for 30 years. And so it's like, man, you, I mean, this is your call. Okay. Yes, I will sign. Like we wouldn't be at this point if it hadn't been for his, you know, persistence. Sure. And, you and trust so, his judgment. Exactly, it's the bottom line. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so now we sign some of that stuff and he'll tell me and I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yep. I do think that's a problem for a lot of people. It they're, you know, if they're not from that world. Well, I could imagine like, you know, well, coming home and being like, Hey, I'm about to take on this large amount of debt. I need yeah. you to co-sign with me on this. And you're not ingrained or involved in business. Yeah. You're over working this, you know, you're working a stable job. Or you're just I'm a, asking you, a house spouse. Yeah, and I'm, ta- I'm asking you to take yeah. on significant risk. Yeah. No, I mean, that would be sketchy. I, I don't know that, I think that, I don't know that I could have done that back in, I mean, yeah. I, I think that would have been a hard, and again, that goes back to wiring how you, and I don't know that I could have done that because that have been like, especially at a point, my whole thing was like, okay, look at the track record of this. Yeah. Why is this been Yeah, there's definitely a timing aspect to that. <laughs> Well, I mean, 
like, how would you have felt if you knew that at one point in one of the companies we were, I was cutting checks or draft for $86,000 a month just for principal and interest? That didn't include payroll, overhead, insurance, vehicles, trucks. And we went 11 months without selling anything because we had too many things going and nothing was getting completed. Yeah. Yeah, So I, you know, I think that's a, that's like, that's the little dark underbelly that, that (laughs) people don't understand about being at this level of, of success per se, you know, like from the outside, I mean, you're sustaining all of that, you know, but very few people know that behind closed doors, this is like this, the struggle that, you know, you guys are coming home to every night and this, this burden of like, okay, when is this going to let up, you know? Mm. Well, that had to do with me wanting to sell stuff because if something Mm. went down Mm -hmm. and it didn't, we got rid of everything, you know, but I do, yeah, with that level of stress, I hadn't, Back then, I had one drink a night, but it's a mixed drink. So depending on that day, how strong that drink yeah, was. Yeah. Well, yeah. At our peak, we had about 19 or $20 million worth of total debt. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a lot of debt. Yeah. It's a lot of debt. Yeah. And I, th- it's it's I hard. Thought, you know, and I thought it's why group, it was made my head hurt when it was $2.5 million or Yeah, that's what it was. What, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was our SBA. No, I'm okay. talking about before that. Oh, two million. Two million. Yeah, but we were paying twenty percent interest for the yeah, yeah, crazy. And all yeah. those those lawsuit things too. But we got to keep the ownership. What lawsuit things? From the former owners. Oh, okay, the- that's good. Don't give people the wrong idea. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Digging the former owners out of the ditch. Yeah, I, yeah. So we started out this podcast, and you both I'm not sit. Even sure, where it went. Well, yeah, it's, it goes wherever it needs to go, okay. right? And y'all done a great job <laughs> taking it to where we're at. But in the beginning, y'all both stated that you don't usually get out in front. Mm-mm. Why? Why? And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've defined mine before. Okay. Um. You know, I'm wired more like mm-hmm. the two of you than I am her, but I don't want to be out front. I don't. I could get up and speak in front of people if I was talking about something completely separate from me, but I don't want to get up. I, I'm just not that person. Facebook, there are a ton of pictures on me. Mm-hmm. I have never uploaded a picture to Facebook in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. It's just not me. I mean, m- my job I used to feel like was to make sure when you were pushed out there, you had the information you needed, you had the, Mm -hmm. you know, and it went fine. And I'm perfectly fine with that. And Mm -hmm. the, most of the time, I don't care about any recognition. One time I got irritated when somebody said, oh, they were at a restaurant and they kept saying, oh my God, Mark did such a great job on this house. Mark didn't walk in that house except at the very beginning in the end but i'll tell you but yeah she doesn't she's good about that i i i I know and i would keep him out for a very good reason when he walks in he sees every detail that if you go in there all the time you don't see him anymore right and so he would walk in and go you got to get that done you know and he would point out all these little details 
and then I can make a clean list and we're good. And then, you know, at the other company, I, I didn't want it. Again, it goes back to wiring. People have to understand their own wiring. True. Yeah. I mean, same. I don't, it is, I mean, I've, I've done it before in different capacities. I mean, I remember when I was in the military, I did a lot of out front stuff. Uh, and it just doesn't have a lot of appeal for me. Um, Makes me insanely uncomfortable. Like yeah. red rash. And I think, I mean, he and I have talked. I, I think, again, and I'm, I think I, I like it better. I don't consider myself a people person, but I, I like I like being able to see the direct impact that I can have on, on an individual specifically. Mm. And so, like, in my job i have a lot of hard conversations yeah and it is it dealing is, with life and death you know and so yeah. so it's very it's like okay i know exactly how i've impacted this one person and so sure that that's, that's rewarding yeah, yeah. than just the ego gratification from the unknown exactly. masses that exactly. adore you yeah. yeah so you know i think that both that's a good point. point well both of those points are interesting to me because yeah. what you said about being extremely uncomfortable like i immediately like in relation with you like I don't understand that like and I can respect that because I don't want to be put in extremely uncomfortable positions so I think that like as an entrepreneur you understand your spouse well he is I think for a long time he didn't understand that yeah he he thought I wanted to be yeah 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 yeah, for sure no really I don't no for should be that that you should be out front no I shouldn't I mean I my mouth but you know guys you two as you said, you have to be secure with yourself. Okay. You guys have enough inner security that you're not competing with us on sure. a daily basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was married to somebody before who I think greatly resented any attention I got that she didn't get. Mm-hmm. And she saw herself competing with me. It's just mm-hmm. that simple. Mm-hmm. And it she wasn't a good competition, also, yeah, frankly, because she didn't do what she needed. Yeah, as much as you did, right? So. It, but but I mean, it, it wasn't a it wasn't a good competition because a I'd been doing it a lot longer and was what much better established, and b she didn't want to do the work that it takes in order to get the yeah accolades or attention. I mean, truthfully, the position. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you say that's true? Yes. But you're so different in that regard. If you know, you're more secure. And, and I used to say to her, you know, the only way you're really going to feel good about yourself is to get out and do something mm-hmm. and really do it. And, and you, you know, change the world. You just yeah. have to give yourself a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's the second part I was going to say, because like you're talking about the individual, that makes a lot of sense to me, especially mm-hmm. with what, you know, you do specifically. But, you know, in my brain, it is about changing the world and the community. Like, I don't think about and in, in helping a specific individual. I mean, unless you're talking to them, right? It's, no, obviously yeah. you get the, I understand the value of that, but right. I completely respect the value of it. But, you know, in my mind, it is what am I doing today that's impacting, you know, a, a much broader scale. Yes. Uh, but I think that that's, those are those like differences that I think that as a young entrepreneur with a, in a, in a spouse or an entrepreneur and a spouse, you know, understanding those differences and actually zooming out a little bit because, you know, like, for example, like if we're going to, you know, Tara brought up the events, but if we're going to an event that's very important to be at and it's for good cause and all this kind of stuff and, you know, there's a lot of reasoning for me to go 
and maybe my wife and I think an entrepreneur needs to understand it, like maybe for your spouse, like there's not much reason, but they're going to support you. And that means a lot. And then how do you, I've, I've gotten a lot better about respecting how you want to go and, and, and we've been able to like blend that, that partnership and going versus in the beginning, it was just all about what the hell I was wanting to do. And, right. you know, and I mean, like, and I couldn't understand why you weren't super stoked to the gills yeah. to be there. Well, then it, well, then it worse to your advantage though, because then, you know, I think over time, I mean, you know, we joke about it, but I've gotten better at, yeah, at this stuff, sure. you know, because, because it's understanding again, that, that this is your job too. And so, you know, in those situations, like we asked at the beginning of this, you know, what's the rules, you know, like how are we engaging in this environment and representing our spouses and, and, um, you know, interacting with employees and, um, you know, just all of that. And so, so kind of that compromise of knowing like, listen, no, I don't want to be there at 601 when social hour starts, you know, mm -hmm. if I can roll up at this time and, you know, engage in this way and I've got a good two hours and then after that I'm you know well there's been like on, on that I, I like talking about it because it's pretty objective right but I mean speaking of understanding each other like I will go to the social hour at six and I'll be there from six to seven thirty then Tara will show up for the event right but I need to be there earlier I want to be there earlier yeah. she doesn't it's like that's okay you know I don't yeah, mind well, like you you can't misunderstand and yeah. sacrifice the other person for what you think is the right way to go. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, so. you know, I guess the, the one thing that, that concerns me is it seems like you guys have to do so much accommodation for us. It's always like, well, what you, yeah, several you know, times you I, have said I've gotten better. And I was like, when are you getting better, Eric? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah, it's not all, it's not all you, you guys adjusting I mean, that's the life saying. of a narcissist. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I mean, don't, don't be upset with me because I'm a narcissist. Partly due to being an entrepreneur. <laughs> no, okay. So we're just, we're not just not highlighting the things. Like, okay, so things I've gotten better about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's not just like, I want to hear about this. Definitely a lot better about a lot of things. A, much more health conscious or long term. I mean, man, I mean, like, oh, previous your No, he ex would do that exercise regimen like of one sort. A week and a half, and then this is all Yeah, that, I mean, it's like six months later, yeah. we do it for two days. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> still consistent. I mean, yes, that, <laughs> yes, <laughs> at least he does it, though. I mean, no, he does it. So I understand the value of sleep now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm I've you, learned uh, that. I've understood yeah. that. And now I understand the value of coming home. I mean, this is a big one that we've, Taryn, I've yeah. been talking about. It's like I used to, like, I, I couldn't be at home, like, because that's like, you know, it's time to tuck it in and, and not be engaged wind and wind down. I didn't want to wind down, but now I actually really, really appreciate it and enjoy yes. it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, Absolutely. it's, it's wonderful. Like, yeah. But I would have never been there. Yeah. Without her, uh, you know, the events things like, I mean, it's not, um, you know, such a high priority where it's sacrificing other things in my life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, sure. there's, <laughs> I'm able to disengage in the evenings yeah. and spend time with the family and with Tara. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that I'm better at. Okay. okay. Well, that's good to hear. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm glad you cleared that up. I didn't yeah. want to I like, publish this podcast. <laughs> and everybody's like, Eric's the biggest ass he ever lived. Like, right, it's just a big silver It's <laughs> the narcissist. Narcissist. Okay. We've changed it. I have a question though, and I'm not sure you were talking about. Okay. When you said the value 
of coming home mm-hmm. and, or being in your house. Mm-hmm. When did that begin to shift for you? <laughs> no, years. Tell me which years that began to shift. Uh, I would say it's been probably just the last 18 months, two years. I'm just going to add something here. I think COVID changed people. Mm-hmm. I was an on-the-go person. Mm-hmm. I could not sit still at home now. We have to go. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Do we? But, I think I mean, part of it is just having a decent relationship in a home you feel comfortable in. That is. Absolutely. When you don't have that, you just get in the habit of just, you just yeah, oh, you're yeah. just going to run because you don't really want to be yeah, there. Exactly. It's an obligation and that's it. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I think, you know, when we were talking about bringing this podcast together, right? <laughs> I mean, it was like from mine and your perspective, you know, it was about, kind of the entrepreneurship but in reality this is a lot about just straight up life life and of relationships right i mean like it's separated from mm-hmm. the business you, no you that's the point right yeah. and i mean like you have to uh i mean it's business is full of relationships totally too. yeah totally totally and in what we do as entrepreneurs is affecting the the, the family the the livelihood and i don't think i've there's been times i've been very tunnel vision about that like I, to me they truly are separate but I've learned that that's that's not the case because I've gotten better. Yeah, FYI, I've improved. Yeah. Improved. I have improved. <laughs> I believe that. I know you. You're Thanks. constantly learning, improving, getting better all the time. Thanks, Mark. That's why you're so successful. People you. in okay. podcast lands try adore Eric, even if I give him a hard time. Thank you. I do too. I adore you. So do <laughs> this is this is an Eric adoration. Her, her response would be like, "This is now my nightmare to you, adoration." But I will say, but I I do want to point one thing out. Okay, you said maybe eighteen months or two years ago. Oh. What happened eighteen months or two years ago? Yeah, no shit. Third time up. <laughs> okay. See, you, you had a transaction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, is, I mean, that, that it, it, it takes a certain sure. amount of stress. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, HR I mean, and legal and all that. I mean, that's the it, it, it's it, it, it Well, and just having some 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 money. I mean, room. Yeah. to where you're not just, it's not this, this feast or famine, you know, existence that you're trying to beat out. I mean, it does make a difference. I'll tell you what the biggest thing on that whole deal was, is, is starting to be able to have some focus in the, in the work. Sure. Every day, right? Instead I mean, just be, you're having to think oh, dude, like everything. Yeah, for yeah. 20 years, you know, it's just like. Now, having hard. done that the first time 20 years ago myself. Yeah. The only thing I would, I would just caution you about is that <laughs> I was, uh, truthfully, I never made more money than I did when I did one thing and I did it really well. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to point that out. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had the same degree of success in other things that I did. Now, that said, I'm a lot happier. It's a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's lower risk because you're not dependent on just one thing. You know what I'm saying? But you're out there planting a lot of seeds and you've got yeah. your businesses and all that. And we all do, you know. So so you, are you saying that you should focus on one thing? No, I, 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 I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying that there's trade-offs. Okay, but, but, what, but your example, like that you're happier by focusing on one no, thing? No, I'm happier by spreading. lots of things. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, so, yeah. It's, I'm just saying it's not necessarily the way to maximize your true. financial gain. No, 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 true. And I, okay. and I think I mean, my point was is like in that, yeah. in that particular business, and it, plus it was a growing, I mean, it's, this is like becoming this organism well, sure. that's, got, uh, that's 
huge and growth. Like the employees at this point. Yeah, and just having yeah. having to think about every single strategy of every department that are coming with a lot of demands, and that that was eliminated. And I could have an actual role within the company versus trying to put out least, fires all the time. You know, and I mean, like honestly, my partner did such heavy lifting. I mean, like all kudos to him, but I mean, it doesn't detach your brain just because somebody else is doing it. Like you're still engaged and concerned, but. But that event allowed me to to know that it's okay to yeah. kind of kind of start exactly. stepping away I mean, from some of those responsibilities. It, I feel like, in, to a certain extent, that's when you can just sort of start living and enjoying yeah, life. Sure. Sure. You know, that's a big part of the whole entrepreneurship thing. Mm-hmm. Is hopefully you can you can build up and have an exit, successful yeah. liquidity event, and exit and do other things. That's what all entrepreneurs really want to do. Yeah, I just want to do other things. Yeah, but. What are what are some what are some positives about being married to an entrepreneur? <laughs> you don't get bored. Um, this this is where I'm gonna look terrible. Please. No, you don't look. Terrible. We'll edit out the pause. Maybe it's stretched <laughs> out here, bright, and you you now understand. It's definitely. Um, I think, okay, so we'll, it, there's a lot of flexibility with it. Weirdly enough, mm. even though sure. even though it's can be all consuming and all encompassing, you know, I'm very, I'm very structured and I come from a world where when you're at work, you're in this building from this time to this time. Mm-hmm. There's no leaving for lunch. There's no doing this. There's no that. And so, so on the other side of it, for family commitments or, or situations like that, um, it does allow a lot of flexibility. Um, you know, that's true. When we take, well, I mean, that's not yeah. a small thing because I mean, yeah. especially you know, you being a single mom mm-hmm. and you having to work and pulling eight, 12, 12 hour shifts three days back to back. I mean, like you basically have to plan so much yeah. in advance and yeah, to be able to do that. Just yeah, to get and, on twelve, hours. and you can't the stress of not being able to allow for an emergency or not even really emergency, just those things that need to maybe get done, like one of the kids need something in school and yeah. and you you know there's a lot to that but i you know me being able to take care of something like that and on the flip of a dime because i can move a meeting right i, re- I remember that's a good point went to get bennett one day you always got bennett uh-huh. from school. yeah yeah and still well then you bring her to the office after you said she just got sick in your truck mm-hmm. i'm like eric really can can you take her home please how to get the work done so here i yeah <laughs> Plan your office. But no, the, yeah. the flexibility that you have is a huge thing. Yeah. It, 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 you know, you may work a lot of hours, but at least you can leave if you have yeah. to. Yeah. You can take a meeting, you know, when we're yeah. on vacation, you can take a meeting, you know, at this point, or you can stop and take a meeting in your vehicle or... or and the Zoom has made that a whole oh, yeah. lot yeah. better. Yeah, everybody's, everybody can... It's natural the to qu- call a virtual meeting now, so it's good. The question was, what's good, though, about... Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it's, I won't say it's weird. I mean, Eric knows me. I mean, I've still said that I, I would not want to be in, in this role. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't have it in me to be in mm-hmm. this role. I wouldn't, um, it's not something that I would wish on our daughters, mm-hmm. you know, because, uh, and again, a hundred percent from my, you know, my tunnel vision of, okay, like what's, what's risk versus benefit and you know and just seeing that uh the weird thing is you know like in my job for example like 
absolutely sacrifice stuff. You know, I sacrifice my, you know, health, sleep, emotions, sure. that. But then it, the the part of it that I guess feels more justified is that I can consistently see the the result of that. Okay, well, I did all of this, but here's here's the immediate return on that. Where in this situation, it's a much longer term and not guaranteed is. and obscure. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, that's a very good point. Yeah, you know, it's really yeah, and and that's the thing too, especially as you know, not being wired that way and being the spouse of someone that that you love so much and seeing that you're just well, like, I don't know that I would, you know, I would venture down that you know although it is absolutely worked out and i'm so happy and he's so yeah. deserving of all of it sure. uh but it's it's hard to see someone put themselves through that especially being a, being a caretaker care she's a care yeah. she's a caretaker yeah, yeah. yeah. and watching that you know, i mean because there's yeah. yeah there's been a lot of times i mean like ambiguity so this is a good i mean there's been a lot of i know in my experience like either a not being able to go to sleep b not being able to sleep all the way through it yeah. or c waking up way early in the morning and and getting after it right if you can't sleep you might as well get some stuff done right yeah, that's sonia i i used to get up wake up so, in the middle of the night go to the office at like i don't do that so now about I 5 30 yeah so, go back home shower up take stuff to school so the spouse of that though but how do you how do you feel about well I'm, she worries about it i can go to sleep um no <laughs> yeah, sonia he says he's having a hard time going to sleep it takes him like 30 seconds yeah instead of 10 hours yeah what so what's good i want to hear your answer to this question because i want to come back to something tara said but what's good about being married to an entrepreneur i i can't answer that the same way she can no, well sure. don't i you don't have to That's answer it the same you don't get bored there's always something okay. new that mm. you're going to do and you don't get stuck in a box mm. it doesn't become mundane and yeah, yeah I, I mean i i remember telling him one time years ago when I was really chained to the desk. And it, I mean, it was early morning till late at night. I said, I feel like a caged animal mm. that, you know. Whoa, I can see it in your face. Reliving it. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, but I did. I felt yeah. like I was just, I was going to start breaking the steel because I was just stuck in this. You know, and I remember we were at a inked 500-5,000 convention, and they were like, oh, yeah, don't spend your days putting out fires. Mm. And Mark is on one side of me and two other men in the company, and they're like, yeah, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. And, man, I got up and walked out. Mm. I was like, yeah, I bet you don't. Yeah. But it just, that's talking about what's good. No, that's the only time. So turned it. I can't. Well, sorry. You turned it. I know. There's, I still have to get this one story in. I'm clear. <laughs> but that, no, that's it. I don't get bored. Well, give us the, st that's it. Okay. That's the only good thing. But uh, no, that's a big thing though. That's, no. that that's a big thing to her. So your attention. before I go back to something that Tara said, what's your story about Eric that you wanted to tell everybody besides the fact he brought his sick kid to the office? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that was well, actually. That, well, that, the, the point is if I went us. and. I didn't remember it. If I went in Eric's office and I said, hey, I just got back to the doctor. They said I have the flu, but might as well come back to work because I've already been here for a week with it. You know, <laughs> Eric immediately would be like, feel my forehead. Do I have the flu? So that guy brought a sick kid in the office. I, I, yeah. Okay. So, so he's a little paranoid about being sick. No, a hypochondria. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's another so it's sentiment of being a narcissist. You know, he's married to you. I mean, what you do. 
I mean, I don't really go to her for much caregiving on that. Gonna get nada. <laughs> she doesn't. She's like, okay, you're fine. No blood. Yeah, you're good. That, it, yeah, you're you take these. Yeah. So, so I want to come back to something you said though, because I think it was really interesting. You said like, I get the immediate gratification of seeing my patients or whatever doing better, happier, mm-hmm. out of pain, well, she works whatever you do. Three twelve-hour shifts, and then she has off. Right. So it's very. But I was just thinking about you know the employees in these companies that we work in okay Mm -hmm. they don't always see this vision no no they don't always see like holy cow you know we do a b c d e f g and we're all sitting there going if we do a b c d e f g man it's gonna be you know boom way up here they don't see that all they see is whatever their problem is that they're dealing with right there and they can't really visualize that and Mm -hmm. i think it creates a lot of stress for the people that work in these companies. Sure. I think Don't you? Sure. Oh yeah, totally. That mentality and the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial mentality need to have a little bit of compassion for the other person because sure. we yeah. can't all be alike. No, we we got to have them all. Uh, yeah. It takes all They're all kinds. playing their part in this in like, this grand. I used to say yeah. one a, a um, I want the accounting person to be the slow driving you know, yeah. I want the finance person to fly up the highway if nobody's there. Right. You know, I don't right. want the person who's going to just stay at the speed limit, regardless of the fact that it's Sunday morning at 6 a.m. and there's not a car on the road. Yeah. It's just different people for different things. And Mark and I used to say that if we, well, if you, if you need to go get her, go for a ride with them. And if they drive like Mama, they're not going to be that good. Or go to the airport, and if they get onto the moving walkway and stand, mm-hmm. you're not here. You're, you're out. They're done. You're out. Boom. You know what's funny is, like, I mean, I think that that's a good point, Mark, because, like, from the, I mean, from the team's perspective, like, I've struggled really hard in the beginning. Like, I could literally, in the beginning, not understand why people did not care to the extent that I cared about. It's not the, theirs. What is theirs? Yeah. And then I think that, you know, and then. I don't see the vision. Right. And then, yeah. you know, and then with Tara, you know, the same thing. Like, I mean, she can't see what I'm seeing, you know, like, especially back in the, you know, right. like, I mean, I'm just like, uh, but I think over time, you know, you know, I, uh, I appreciate that removal because I can actually, you know, get into that world a little bit better and it's a little bit relieving, but uh, I think it's okay to your point, right? I mean, like, different folks and i mean i'm just driven off of whatever i might be able to see but it's not well it can't be the burden of other people and something y'all talked about before if if you do the open book management mm-hmm. and they always understand how this shifts it up this shift shifts yeah. it down and i i used to tell mark if you're not honest with the employees yeah you're robbing them of ha- trying to be part of the solution sure and when that ha- if they feel like they're part of the solution, they're taking ownership yeah. of their job, like they have ownership in the company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I think that transparency helps speak to the people who aren't wired the same way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's essential. Okay, any last thoughts? We're running over time. I have to tell the story. Okay, tell the story. Okay, so then I'll let Tara Mark is out of town. Um, my office is here. Mark's is here. Eric's is here. And this woman calls me and she says, hey, I, 
I'm calling for so-and-so, her boss, who's an engineer, and said, um, we wanted to sign up for this. Principal Academy. No. No, it was a hot firm conference. No, it wasn't hot firm. It the was. award conference. It was a big conference. Oh it was the uh, M&A thing, I think. Oh, uh, M&A conference. And um, she goes, but I, uh, I don't know if you know that I, I, I believe the phone number's wrong on the brochure. Printed brochure. This is printed brochure. Mailed out, printed. You can't pull anything back. Mm. And I said, really? And she goes, <laughs> and I yeah. said, oh, my God, thank you. Oh, my God, yes. And I put her through to somebody who took her order and everything, and I went, and Eric's office was like, dial that number on your brochure. I've been there for two weeks, by the way, or two, yeah. three weeks. Yeah, you hadn't been there a while. Not very long. Yeah. That's pretty damn funny, though. Oh, really- no. So Eric is hysterical. He calls it, he hangs it up, and I had closed the door, but it's all <laughs> glass right there. And he goes... I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, No, you're not. No, you're not. I just remember one of the best. Telling anybody. I, I don't know. I don't know if you were there. I'm sorry, honey. I always I, tell him stuff after it's. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 A year after. I, I don't know. I don't know if you were there when we did this, but we sent an email out that said insert subject line insert yeah. here. That had like the highest, highest open win. Yeah. Ever. Okay. It was a flat, flat out mistake. Yeah. You know, and and, and everybody, opens. everybody opens it. They're like, what the heck is it? <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts you want to share, Tara? Um, well, I, th- I think I was just thinking that hopefully this was helpful to show how different she and I are. And that, you know, in the world of being married to an entrepreneur, that that the spouse doesn't have to necessarily look one yeah. certain way. You know, yeah. that that it's I think there's it's a lot about just compromise and communication and understanding um and trust yeah absolutely you know and because i think that i think if you look at it from the outside looking in then i don't think that you would put this pair together mm-hmm. traditionally uh, but, but, it, but works, it works you know? it works well right yeah and, and same thing you know you, i mean your guys pairing works well and so i think that's something yeah. too to, to kind of you know just a good takeaway good good point mm-hmm. good, good way to end up i'd All just right. say a mutual respect right kind of like same thing. You know, you, just, yeah. you, there has to be some explaining. Yeah. Because yes. the, the the mental wiring is different. Yeah. Yeah. So there has to be, you know, you got to spend some time to help the other person understand and vice versa. Like it wasn't all you making her, getting her to understand. Sure. You had to understand where she was coming from. Yeah. And so what she needed. You don't subscribe to Henry Ford II's philosophy. You know what he was famous for saying? Oh. He actually, there's actually a, a biography on him with this title, never complain and never explained. No, I don't. So that was what his motto was. And I really hope this is maybe helpful for somebody. For I real. do too. Yeah. And I think it'd be helpful for the entrepreneur too to like, Hey man, we're lady. Have an honest discussion. Like, yeah. yeah. Have an honest discussion and look at your partner as a partner. They're not a, one thing she always told me, I was like, and when, when things would get kind of hot, you know, yeah. I'm not your enemy. Exactly. You're both on the your same. Your spouse team. is not your enemy. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and if you're an entrepreneur, you're driving forward, and, and you have enemies in the in the world, yeah, you know, in the business world. That's not the same as your spouse. You know, I have but, less of those all the time. I know. That's the benefit of getting older. I mean, truly, they die off. Like all that die off. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you I'm just thinking. You don't 
care no. as much. Like if somebody does it, you're like, uh, I, competitors. I talk with the competitors. It doesn't yeah. bother me. I like well, to because you, with them. well, I mean, I didn't used to. No, I know. I but, wanted to bury them. Yes. Okay. But you start realizing, like, it's yeah, a okay. Is. It's good to have competitors. Yes. B. A lot of times, like, you're really just more fearful than what a reality is. And it helps you to become better in your business too. And maybe they'll buy you something. Yeah, they'll buy their. You'll buy their potential. Yeah, it's a potential M and A. All right. Well, thanks everybody. And uh, this, uh, we're going to wrap it up. And this has been another episode of Big, Big Talk about, about Small Business. Business. Y'all ladies were supposed to. Business. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Big Talk About Small Business. If you have any questions or ideas for upcoming shows, be sure to head over to our website, www.bigtalkaboutsmallbusiness.com, and click on the Ask the Host button for the chance to have your questions answered on the show. Stay connected with us on LinkedIn at Big Talk About Small Business. And be sure to head over to our website to read articles, browse episodes, and ask questions about upcoming shows.